This is Annie Grace, and you're listening to this Naked Mind podcast, where without judgment, pain, or rules, we explore the role of alcohol in our lives and culture. This episode is sponsored by the Live Alcohol Experiment, a 30-day science-based and compassion-led journey where you learn to develop a healthier relationship with alcohol without relying on willpower. Why? Because the truth is that willpower runs out. Instead, you learn how to focus on what you gain, not what you give up, so you can feel good about the decisions you make without shame or guilt. With the 30 days of video training, virtual daily coaching, and a private and supportive community, you get that and so much more. Join us today to get happier, healthier, and to take back your life. Your live alcohol experiment starts on the 1st, so sign up at livealcoholexperiment.com. Hi, this is Annie Grace, and I am answering readers' questions. And today I have a great question. The short question is, how do you balance the explanation to family members of why you're no longer drinking without lying, but at the same time without coming off preachy to your family members who would undoubtedly become very uncomfortable by being presented with the truths about alcohol? Um, And really for context, she is saying that it feels much harder to do this with family members than friends. Family members are very stuck in their ways. It feels impossible to share new knowledge with them. And I know I could easily, you know, make something up to take the spotlight off my not drinking, but I don't want to, I don't want to lie. I'm not pregnant. I'm not a recovering alcoholic. It's not me who had the problem. Nobody ever forced me to be this way. I just don't drink before because I've discovered truth and found freedom. However, this explanation will no doubt be off-putting to my family members. I come from a big family and alcohol is crucial component to all family gatherings. Furthermore, most of my family are pretty overweight and have unhealthy habits. So something that's important to know is that my um, some of them, some of my family members actually have a visible allergic reaction and they, you know, this is funny to them and not concerning. So everybody drinks, alcohol is important and it will be very much noticed that I'm not drinking. So this is such a good question. What I wanted to say is really about what you're responsible for and what you're not responsible for. And we get this confused because we think that we are responsible for how other people feel in reaction to whatever we do or we say. And I like it said that we're not responsible for other people's feelings. We are responsible to other people in terms of responsible to be kind and to be honest and to live in it with integrity that we have established for ourselves or within principles that we've established for ourselves, but we're not responsible for other people. And so I don't think that you need to preach to anyone. And I think that I know this because I went down the road of trying to preach to people and trying to tell people all of the things. I mean, I literally remember showing up at a happy hour and being like, oh my gosh, you guys, I can't believe you're drinking that. Did you know that just one drink a night increases the chance of breast cancer in women by 15%? And like, I was so gung-ho on this information that I was just, oh, talk about preachy. Now, beer doesn't really make people change, right? And information presented when they're not asking for it doesn't really make people change. So you don't get anything out of that besides just alienating your friends and family and having them say, well, we don't want her around anymore. So that's not what I recommend. I actually don't recommend going in and being like, hey, this is all the stats and this is all the scary stuff about alcohol. I think that your question is that if I don't present them with all this scary stuff, they won't understand why I'm not drinking and they might feel judged by it, or they might make their own assumptions, or they might feel uncomfortable. All of those things will probably be true. 
they might feel judged. They might feel like, oh, wait, you're too good for us now. They might make their own assumptions. Oh, so you must have had a problem. And they might feel really uncomfortable. Oh, great. Well, now she's going to be, you know, over there not having as much fun as us. And now we have to worry about her. All of those things might be true. But you are not responsible for how they react to what you have to say. So my advice would be come up with something that's totally true and authentic for you. And actually the words you wrote me are beautiful. Hey guys, you know, I'm just not drinking right now because it feels better to me. You know, I'm not, don't worry. I, I'm not an alcoholic. I didn't have a big problem. And no, I'm not pregnant before you even ask. I just, that's what feels right for me right now. Done. How they react to that, what they think, what they assume, that's totally on them. You are not responsible for that. We get confused because we don't want other people to feel uncomfortable. But sometimes, amazingly, their discomfort is actually what leads them to maybe ask good questions in their own life. When we do all the work to make them feel comfortable, we don't allow for them to be in a period of growth because growth is uncomfortable. I mean, imagine a seed, right? A seed has to break apart to become a tree. Like it's a breaking process. And I don't think seeds have a lot of nerves or anything, but you get the idea that growing for human beings is not always comfortable. My husband grew 11 inches in one year, one year when he was in um, high school. And it was super painful for him. Like he was in pain, his legs hurt, all of these sorts of things. Growth is not always comfortable. And when we do all the work to try to protect other people, oh, it's it's just me. I, I'm like this. You don't have to worry. You just carry on. And we don't just stand firm and like, you know what? I just, I just feel better these days. I've learned some things and I'm just happier not drinking. It feels like the right choice for me. And done. All of a sudden they have to kind of wrestle with what they're dealing with. And that's a good thing because guess what? When I showed up in a different way, when I showed up without all the preaching and without all the stats and without all the facts, just showing up being like, oh, no, I don't drink. And then having a lot of fun and being like really energetic and joyful, guess what? People started asking me questions and that was amazing. So just remember what your responsibility is. Your responsibility, in my opinion, is to be kind and to be honest but not to have a reporting requirement. You don't have to report on every single thing. You can give as much or as little information as you want to. And it can be as simple as like, I know I'm just not drinking right now. And you can end the conversation there. Your responsibility is not for how they react to that, what assumptions they made, and you don't have to defend yourself. If you think of it this way, when we start to defend ourselves, we defend when we are in a period of fearing something can be taken from us. And so if you find yourself feeling defensive, just get really curious about what do you think could be taken from you? Is it your freedom from alcohol? Is it this new life choice? Is it their relationship? What, what do you think it could be? And then you can really navigate that with that knowledge, okay? Because if we're not in fear, we don't tend to defend. So if you find yourself defensive, get really curious about what that means for you, but know that you are not accountable to them. And then you don't have to defend yourself. And that's the beauty of this whole journey. You get to say what's true for you and just be done and then stay connected, stay loving, but we don't have to convince anybody to see the things that we see in the same way. That's the beauty of being like in relationship and together in family, yet separate and self and like able to stand in our own, our own truths, what's true for us. So what a great question. And thank you so much.
Hey, I'm so excited because we are literally just about to start another live alcohol experiment. And if you don't know about the alcohol experiment, you need to literally drop everything right now and go to livealcoholexperiment.com. Here's the thing. This is a 30-day challenge, and it's designed to interrupt your patterns and put you back in touch with the best version of you. You'll know it's that version that's living the most joyful life, that version that doesn't need alcohol to relax or have a good time, and that version that's having more fun and is more peaceful than ever. Again, it's just a 30-day challenge. It's live every single day. It's starting on the 1st, so hurry up. Join me at livealcoholexperiment.com. And as always, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast as it truly helps the message reach somebody who might need to hear it today.